EFTM Tech Cars Lifestyle This is the EFTM Podcast with Trevor Long EFTM G'day, g'day, welcome. Great to have your company on the EFTM Podcast. Uh, late November. This year is smashing itself away. I mean, seriously, where the hell did that go? Feels like it was only the start of November, and then I looked and went, 22nd? What? How the... Oh, man. Uh, anyway, a um, few calls to get through today. Lots of calls um, on different matters, different topics, different subjects, and we'll um, give a bit of buying advice and some telco advice, I'm sure. Lots going on, as usual. To those I couldn't get to, I'm sorry. It was a funny one. Um, I am tired, but I've just got to program a power nap in. So I'll... T- <laughs> I've had a, I've had two crazy things happen today. The first one is so um, Tuesday, I do my Flash segment, switch on with Trevor Long on Flash. If you haven't got Flash News, sign up, subscribe, have a look. Um, flashnews.com today. Uh, so I, was, I do that like at three thirty four in the morning, and then I do Triple M at four thirty, and then a bunch more radio starts kicking in from like five thirty six onwards. And there's this window around nine where I have a little like 30 minute break. And so I normally then go into the website and download all of the inquiries. So the Ask Trev button, download all those so I can get them in a list and get rid of all the crappy spam from SEO idiots and spammers. And I'm left with, you know, whoever's email me. Um, so I got to go in, I go, okay, the form is Ask Trev and I want to get there. I want name, uh, address, sorry, name, phone number, suburb, and what's their inquiry. I don't need anything else that it collects and I download it but I got to choose the date. So first date, last date, I download it. There's one email and it's a dude going, well, I want to unsubscribe from all your content. Whatever, mate. By the way, I checked the uh, mailing list and he's already unsubscribed. Didn't need to email me. Just had to click the button. Uh, anyway. Um, and I'm like, that is weird. Like how has only one person emailed me this week? That is irregular. Let me say. thought, oh, that's a bit weird. So I went in, I did it again. Same again. One email. What is going on? Search my emails for, I don't know, did everyone just go to the Android app? No, not there either. I thought, you know what? It's fine. Let's take the week off. It's all good. And I thought, I haven't watched the movie yet. I've got to record with Fennec tomorrow. So I'll just watch, I put the movie into my, I moved my diary around. And then I was, I don't know what happened. I was sitting down doing something and I went, wait a minute. Today's the 22nd. The date range I'd been choosing was the 21st through to the 28th. So I'd skipped a week, went back to my computer, searched the, I don't know, 14th to the 21st or whatever it was. And yep, there was all your emails. (laughs) Some of my best. Now, to the great people of Mildura um, who listen to, I think it's called River FM, um, I have to apologize for my behavior because a little bit later then, I I had a window between 10.30 and... 10, 11, 25, where I normally would start making calls, but I was tired. So I thought, you know what? Let's power nap this baby. Set an alarm for 11.15. Got another radio spot at 11.20. Phone rings. Oops, there's one more I forgot about. It's Mildura. So it's a pre-record for tomorrow morning. And same three topics as every other radio station this week. Chatting away about Black Friday. Very cool. And then he asks me about um, foldable phones. I'm talking about the Google Pixel. And the last topic is government stepping in to regulate and help identity protection. 
Anyway, I swear to God, he asked me about foldable phones and I started talking about it. And I'm going to say these words. I woke up when I said, and increasing the adoption of electric cars. That's right. Somehow. I, I zoned out during an answer. Mentioned electric cars somehow. And then he asked me the question about the government and cybersecurity, and it was a great answer. It was a solid topic, but I don't know what the hell happened in the middle. It was, I kind of want to hear it because it would have been wild. I don't know what I said. So from now on, I'm tired, not answering my phone. Um, I shouldn't have done that. But anyway, if you're in middle drawer and you hear that one, whoops. So, with that and a bit of energy before I have lunch, uh, let's get on with calls right here on the EFTM podcast. Taking your calls, we've got a tech question. Go to the website, EFTM.com. Michael's on the line. G'day, Michael. How you doing, buddy? G'day, Trent. Not bad, mate, yourself? Really good, mate. What can I do for you? All right, mate. Uh, we're just looking for a budgety type TV for a lounge room. Just yep. a bit of movies, you know, Netflix sort of stuff. Not much sport. Um, just probably a, like a Google based uh, sort of TV. Right. Um, around about sixty five inch. What could you recommend? Sixty five inch, and so app wise, Netflix. What what other apps are you Netflix, using? Netflix, uh, Stan Foxtel. Um, do you use yeah, the, usual, you use the Foxtel app or do you have a Foxtel box? No, no box. Okay. So then my, oh, what what price range did you say? Mate, I'm not that good at that, but probably, you know, 1200-ish. Okay. Know. I mean, for 1200, there's, there's lots. You could go as low as 900 and get yourself a Google TV, uh, the TCL. Uh, there's a TCL 65-inch Google TV at nine hundred bucks. Um, it's on sale right now, oh. hundred bucks off. So that's probably a Black Friday thing. Um, okay. So that and that's that would be your entry point, let's say. Um, there's a couple. Yeah, of, there's yeah. a high sense that's around the same price, but it's not Google TV. It's got mm. most of the apps you want. But you know, for remember, with any TV you get, let's say you bought the high sense, you could add the hundred dollar Chromecast with Google TV, and you've got everything you need. So. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I think just remember, hundred bucks extra get makes any TV a Google TV, because mate, from that gotcha. TCL at nine hundred bucks, your next option up as a Google TV is thirteen hundred bucks for a Sony. So, in all honesty, I'd probably just go the TCL, uh, sixty-five inch P seven three five. It's a good TV. Yep. I mean, let's be clear, it's not the best TV. There's definitely better ones, but no, 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 absolutely not. Yeah, uh, of course. Are you getting um, bang for your buck? Hell yeah. 65-inch, quantum dot, Google TV built in. I'd be pretty happy with that. Yeah, I think that's that's probably the sweet spot. I mean, the Sony's going to have a slightly better picture quality. Um, yeah. Probably bang for your buck. They've both got similar sound. Um, yeah. Maybe invest some of the extra that you're saving into a soundbar. Yeah, can you recommend one? <laughs> Uh, look, I, you know, I think um, I have a great relationship with JBL, so I do like what they, what they do and what they make. Um, yep. and they're, because it's, because it's a, um, another brand, it's not a TV brand. Then you get this kind of great cross compatibility with pretty much anything. 
Um, okay. You know, let's think about what you're saving on your overall budget. And it's a few hundred bucks. You probably don't want to spend too much. But even a two-channel soundbar for under 300 bucks from JBL, it doesn't yep. look like much, but it's going to it's gonna be unbelievable sound compared to the TV. Um, yeah, if yeah, you wanted, if you just push yourself up just a tiny bit more, then you know around three hundred, three fifty, you'll find something with a with a subwoofer. But man, the subwoofer is only really useful if you do solid movie watching and you do want that it's thunderous bass. Yeah. I it's not solid. I notice when the soundbar's not on, but it's not like I'd rush out for one. Yeah. Oh, sorry, the, the subwoofer that is. Yeah. Um, I, I'd, yeah, I wouldn't yeah, rush yeah. out for it. So. You know, okay. uh, yeah, I think, mate, I'd just get the two-channel JBL under 300 bucks. Boom, done. Oh, fantastic. So you got yourself mate, there. You've spent, you you spent 1100 and you got yourself a great little lounge room set up. Oh, thank you, mate. I appreciate your help. Beautiful. All right, That's mate. Great. Have a great day. And, uh, mate, go, get out there now and, and have a look what, what's happening for Black Friday. You might get yourself an even better deal. You never know. Good on you, mate. Thank you very much. You Cheers. take it easy. Cheers, mate. You, thanks yeah. for getting in touch. Bye. Now, I mean, that is the, the question this week. Do you buy today? Do you buy Saturday? Do you buy Friday? I mean, my advice is always don't look over your shoulders because it's the worst thing you can do. There's always going to be a better deal. Whether you buy it on Black Friday itself or three days after or before, there's always going to look like a better deal somewhere. So don't stress. Don't stress. Don't, don't panic about it. Anyway, let me know what you think. Go to the website, EFTM.com. You're listening to the EFTM podcast. EFTM. Thank you for listening. Uh, taking your calls. Eden's on the line. G'day, Eden. How are you doing? No, it's a bit. How are you, Tom? Yeah, real good, mate. What can I do for you? Uh, I have lots of photos, uh, which I have duplicates and from all over the years. I would like yeah. to sort them, if it's possible. So where are they stored? Uh, on the hard disk and USBs. Okay, very good. Well, mate, look, there are lots of uh, ads on the internet for... Um, uh, little gadgets and dongles will do it. But, mate, in all honesty, I, I can't recommend enough Google Photos. You take the time yep. to do the upload. So whether it's to bring them all onto one device and then just set an upload or on each device install Google Photos and, and begin uploading them. You know, with a decent internet connection, it, it might take you a while. But once it's done and, and Google goes to work, it, uh, it's remarkable. You know, I don't really look now at my photos from a – um, let me find a photo from that date. I look at my photos from a, who's the photo I'm looking for um, and where were we or what were, what were we doing? Because it's so searchable that you could search for a person once you tag people's names and it asks you to do that. Um, and it's so smart that you can say like red car and it'll just show you red cars uh, or sport and it'll just show you sport. Um yeah, it's 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 bloody is, remarkable, mate, and I really do think yeah, it's fantastic. Is that, is that paid for the subscription? So Google Photos is 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 free, but for low quality. When I say low quality, it's still pretty darn good quality. But if you want to maintain the original um, file size, then yes, yeah, subscribe and and buy um, space, mate. I think yeah. it's the best investment. If I was to start cutting back on subscriptions like Netflix and Stan and. Bloody, I'd hate to think of all the subscriptions I've got. I tell you right now, Google Photos yeah. would be the last one I'd get rid of. Yeah, because I've got thousands of family photos from way back, which I scanned from the films as well, so I don't want Mate, to lose I, those. I've got every photo that, that I've ever taken digitally since 1995. 
Um, yeah. And they're all just there. And, um, you know, scanned ones that I, that I create, I can, I can add in there as well. The scanned ones lack the metadata yep. of like the date and things, unless you've gone to the trouble of putting that into the digital file. But see, that's the great thing no about a scan. Here's the thing about a scanned photo of someone. It will still recognize the faces. It will still find the yep. people in the photos. And that's remarkable. One of my friends from high school had to catch up with a few other friends um, on the Central Coast and they sent me this photo. One of them had brought along a bunch of school photos and it was like, I haven't seen a photo of me from year 12, well, since year 12. And they sent it to me. I then I then saved it on my, on my phone. It uploaded itself to Google Photos and Google Photos recognized that as me from yep. 30 years ago. It was awesome. And what's the storage space we're talking about for the Google Photos? Oh, it's up to you, mate. I mean, I have two terabytes um, off the top of my head, I think I spend over fifteen dollars a month for that. But yeah, it's as I said, it's the best investment I make. I reckon. Yep, not a problem. Everything's there, searchable and shareable too. Plus, if you do any Google things in your life, like a little Google Nest Hub or a Google TV, it can run slideshows on your TV. When I walk into my um, my studio at home, my little man cave, if I've left the projector on after watching a TV show and I come back an hour later, it's just photos of the kids and all from my Google yep. Photo Library. It's so good, mate. So good. Yeah. All right. Oh, Enjoy, mate. Get it happening. Good on you, mate. Enjoy. Thank you. Thank you very much. Good on you, mate. Thanks for getting in touch. So, yeah, I mean, I know there are other solutions. And, like, I have an expensive NAS network attached storage here at the office that is phenomenal, but it doesn't do the searchability. And that power of the cloud, the power of Google there, is hard to argue with. Got a tech question or you need to help buying something? I'm here to help. Trevor Long taking your calls. Dane's on the line. G'day, Dane. Hi, Trevor. How are you? Yeah, real good, mate. What can I do for you? Good. Uh, well, I am a current Optus customer with my broadband, with my phone, with my watch, and with my iPad. And uh, all of them, yeah, all of them have their own either SIM or eSIM. Mm-hmm. And I have been reading up on everything that you've said and done so far and I've noticed that there's a lot of third-party carriers that use the Optus network. Now where I live I've already checked Vodafone is not an option and Telstra while they're an option their tower does not point directly at me and so Optus does have the best coverage. However once I ring around to the third-party carriers not many of them or none of them so far do eSIMs or do an iPad data only plan and also, my internet, I have no NBN, so I have one of the Huawei boxes hmm. with a SIM card in it from Optus, and that's fantastic. I get like 260 to 280 megabit download and like 20 up. Yep. And so, yeah, I'm, I'm quite happy with the Optus, but obviously with everything that's gone on and with the help that I've gotten, I'm paying too much with them as well. Yeah. I'm looking at what other options are out there. I actually think you're in a... You're in a pickle here, Dane, because there is no one else that does eSIM for the Apple Watch. So if having an independent access to Apple Watch without a phone is important, you are you can only go with Telstra Optus or Vodafone. So that, that leaves you stuck on Optus. Your home broadband sounds like you're pretty stuck with Optus there in, in a good way. I mean, if it's working and everything. So it kind of does yeah. make me kind of look at the situation of why are we leaving? And it sounds like you're leaving for 
two or three reasons. One is, you know, weird, strange, crazy hack and the way they've handled it. Two, the support you've gotten from them over that. And three, price. Am I right? Yes. Yep, exactly. Given And are all these services linked on like one bill or is there multiple? Yes, they are. Yep, they're currently all linked. Um, I so uh, all everything just finished recently, maybe a month ago. Mm. Um, I finished paying off all of my devices, but I'm happy with how they work, yep. and so I don't need to upgrade any devices. Yep. Um, and I know that the time that I signed up with them, I'm paying a lot more money than I should be. Yeah. Uh, reading up on what you've offered. So and yeah. that's a challenge, right? Um, so you real? I th- I think to be honest, your only option is to haggle like hell um, and yep. hope that they have created some form of retention path. Now, by that, I mean... No, well, see, that's the other letdown that I've got. I have rung up and haggled like hell and I have, uh, I've been put through twice to their loyalty department and the loyalty department, I it's actually probably the rudest Optus encounter I've oh, had wow. both times. Wow. In, in, yeah, in my... So I was with them for about 10 years. And then I went to Telstra for a little bit because of where I was living at the time. And, um, yeah, and I was really quite surprised. I understand they've probably had a lot of bad days recently, Mm. the loyalty department. But, yeah, I really didn't get any offers. They were basically like, all right, then you can go somewhere else. And that, that's annoying because I was going to say to you, I mean, Optus is your best option. <laughs> that, that bottom line is Optus yeah, is your yeah. best option um, based purely yep. on circumstance and location. But that's that's the benefit many telcos have in different pockets and areas, right? But yep. then, so what, what I would say is what you got home broadband, phone and watch, we need to say those together because they're linked, and iPad. Do you Do you know what any of them individually is costing or is it only just one number? Uh, no, so they all have their own individual numbers. Um, so my, uh, I could just bring it up straight on the Optus app, but I'm on the $119 phone plan, which is twice as much as it should be going off the other third-party carriers for the same amount of data. How much data? And again, How much data? Uh, 500 gig, but I've, I've done like you said and checked out what my averages are. So I'm averaging 36 gig a month. So I realise I, I want to have a little bit of a buffer, but I can get away with 50, no problem. If I could get 100, that'd be great. Yep. So um, the first thing you got to do then, mate, in the, with the it. first thing you do is 119, you said, did you're paying on the on the phone, right? That that yep. would probably include, is it 5 or $10 a month for the Apple eSIM, I wonder? I can't remember. I think it might be. Uh, I, oh, think right. it's, I think it's $5, and then it's another maybe 15 possibly, to have the iPad linked with it, and it gives you like an extra two gig or something like that. So, so mm-hmm. with, is the hundred and nineteen include the five dollar Apple Watch? Uh, no, no. So all up with my home internet, which is about sixty dollars a month uh, for five hundred gig yeah, again. Two hundred. Um, I I'm looking at about one hundred and ninety two dollars or something yeah. like that. So, you know, home internet. Leave it as it is. Um, yep. The iPad SIM card thing, I reckon there's alternatives there that you could work through because you don't really need the iPad to have Optus coverage because you've got home Wi-Fi, right? Exactly. So yeah. yep. it, it could so theoretically... So the reason I have the iPad separate... Mm-hmm. 
uh, is because I use it for work and I do like um, roofing inspections and things like building inspections. Yep. And so often the phone will be like whatever in the car or somewhere else. And I, I just totally. need it to have its own accessibility. And I race mountain bikes and ride a lot of mountain bikes. So sometimes I leave all devices except for my watch in the car and I just right. go riding and it's, so I've, I've got everything I need with me. So I think then I, I can't imagine. Let's assume that fifteen dollars is still available as a bolt-on, um, and you just yep. go. I think you just ring them, or, or wonder if you can just log onto the MyOptus app and just change the plan of I'm, your I'm phone. On there. And you, oh, yeah. I mean, you, yeah. only, you only need to be on the medium. It's fifty-nine dollars month to month. Yeah, exactly. Like that's that's yep. a sixty-dollar savings straight up. And then, you it know, really you keep yep. the Apple Watch. And then I assume you can still have the fifteen dollar bolt on for the for the tablet. Yeah, so I'm looking at the I'm looking at my bill right now. It's hundred and nineteen dollars for the phone, fifty nine dollars for the home internet, uh, two gigabyte um, data which will be the iPad is yep. fifteen dollars and then the phone the watch is five dollars. So hundred and ninety three dollars a month I'm paying. Man, let's let's cut that by sixty by just ringing up or going to a store and just yep. saying, I want to be now that I've paid off this phone, I want this phone number and SIM card if it can be stayed the same converted to a BYO medium plan. Yeah. So their medium plan, which is their cheapest plan, is fifty nine dollars, which in and of itself is ridiculous. So that's their cheapest plan. That's a hundred gigabytes of data, which we both know is a, is more than enough for you. Um, yep. uh, I'm just nervous that they have some asterisks where you're not allowed to do the Apple Watch on a you know, particular plan or something like that, but there's nothing obvious to me on their website about that. Um, yeah. So I think you'll be okay right. to just add that on or keep it on. Um, yep. And, I mean, so the thing is you're going to save 60 bucks a month, which is, you know, you're, you're annoyed and upset with Optus, which is totally fine, but you are stuck with them, right? But... I am, yeah, I am in a predicament. Taking yep. sixty bucks a month away from them is a nice little. It's a, it's a small middle finger, but it's a middle finger. It's a, it's a, it's a thing. It's a, yeah. it's a sentiment. Yep. Um, you'll never, yep. you'll never recommend them anywhere, you know, based on the service you've it's, had. It's over seven, exactly, and it's over seven hundred dollars a year. Yeah, it's a you fair know, bit. It's, it's crazy good money, and I would be amazed if there wasn't something else out there i i haven't looked at data only ipad style plans for a very long time but i'll i'll be welcome to take a few emails from people who have suggestions but 15 bucks a month is pretty good but is the two gigabyte the most you can use on the ipad or is it also share the data on the other one oh no that's to share it yeah that's to share it that's but you still have to have a two gigabyte sim yeah right So because it's got a physical sim that's the minimum data. And I guess you do you know how much data you use on the iPad? Uh, oh, look, honestly, it wouldn't be a lot. Yeah, because I would have thought would if you're just be... popping out of the car now and then, it's it's probably only needs two gig. It probably doesn't need to be a big yep. plan. Yep, yep. Like it's it's basically that I'm sending a lot of timestamped photos. Yeah, yeah. Um, for these reports and everything. So that's, yeah. But it would still, it's just photos. It's not video. So it would only be a few gig a month. Yeah, right. Um, and, and if, if you're out of coverage area and you're using that, does it just work? And cause it sends it when it comes, comes back into coverage. Uh, I've never really had a problem with it being out of coverage. Yeah, right. So I haven't, I haven't taken a lot of notice. So um, for example, Vodafone have a $15 a month, five gigabytes of data, tablet only. 
Like that's a oh, tablet yeah. plan. And yeah, right. You know, it's so and that what, would be enough. And that's what, all I need. And what you've done and then there, when I get home, I've got the is you've you've given seventy five dollars less a month to Optus. So yeah. it's not yep. quite half yet, but it's it's a it's a big chunk of the mobile portion of your bill. And that's yeah. that's where they need to see the impact. And you know, I'm not advocating yep. for a mass exodus here. I'm just saying and I think your mentality is spot on. It's like, hang on a minute, disappointed, but then you make a phone call and you get poorly treated. What the hell? Yeah. Yep. So yep. mate, that, a little bit of life admin. It's not gonna be an easy one to switch down to that SIM only plan. Do it over the phone or in a store so that you can triple confirm the Apple Watch thing is possible. And then, um, you know, get, yep. a, get a new SIM from Vodafone, set that up, and then uh, cancel the other one with Optus. And you've saved yourself $75 a month on Optus, but you're spending another 15 with Vodafone, and that's a good saving anyway. Yeah, excellent. Yep. All right, Chen. No, I'm, I'm glad to hear that because I'd done a bit of research myself and done as much as I could on the EFTM site. and. Just to hear you confirm it makes it uh, before I went and made any big decisions about signing up for any plans or anything. But, yeah, month to month and bring my own device is the easiest way to go. So, yeah, excellent. Perfect. Thanks for your help. All right. Good on you, mate. Thanks for getting in touch. Have a good day. Cheers, mate. Bye. You too. Good on you. Um, you know, it's sometimes difficult to unpack. And, look, that's the thing. It, it's It's kind of a reaction for people. Some people don't give a rats about the Optus thing. Totally fine. Some people really want to walk away from them. But as I say to you, be careful. You sign up for another another telco, you're handing over your information again. And if anyone's going to be secure now, it's probably Optus. So there is that mentality. But isn't it fascinating that Dane's been through that retention journey with them and had a bad experience? That's so rare. So rare. You ring Foxtel and try and quit. They try and retain you. This guy was told to leave. Remarkable. EFTM. This is the EFTM Podcast. EFTM Podcast. Thank you for listening. Trevor Long, taking your calls. If you've got a tech question, just jump on the website, EFTM.com. That's what John did. G'day, John. Uh, good afternoon, Trevor. How are you? Really good, mate. What can I do for you? Yeah, thank you. Um, you're a genius when it comes to the TV, um, all the specs and the details that come with the modern TVs. I see you so many times on on the Today Show. You do an amazing work. It's also on a current affair. And I just get a question today because technology is always evolving, always yeah. changing. The screens are always changing. So it's a 55-inch TV that I was looking at, and I've seen some great reviews on the Samsung yeah. 55-inch TVs, the QLED, and and so many different models out there. And I'm mm. just just wanted your professional opinion of if the Samsung 55-inch, I think there's a Q60 or the Q80 um, QLED TV, if that's a very good, decent TV. Mate, yeah. great great question. And I think the challenge is right. You look at you go to I don't know JB Hi-Fi for example, and the Q60 is going to be like $1,500. The Q80 is going to be $1,700. And you're thinking. Like they look pretty similar. Like it's it's very hard to tell the difference between the two. And to I would say eighty percent of the naked eye, you probably wouldn't notice the difference. So yeah. let's be clear: they they have a slightly different stand on the bottom. They might have a slightly different edge around the screen. They have the exact yeah. same operating system. So whatever buttons you push on the remote, it's all the same there. So the apps they use, all that kind of stuff across the whole Samsung range, it's all the same. What you get yeah. by paying in this case, for 55 inches, say $300 more, is you're probably getting, for example, uh, a slightly better backlighting. So instead of having uh, 100 areas of, of lighting, there might be 500. That's 
Okay. It's though it's real okay. little intricacies like that 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 are different, and um, that's the challenge. Is in a retail store, you're probably not going to see the difference physically and visual, right. visually. Um, and yeah. I think that's that's what you kind of need to try and work out is what's the what are the key things you do. So, for example, what are you watching on TV these days? Well, right now we're in the middle of the World Cup, especially tomorrow morning at 6 a.m. Yep. Yep. Um, we all want to support the Socceroos and have great picture quality at the same time. So We're going to buy a TV tonight, mate? For me. Yeah. You're going to go and buy a TV tonight so you can watch something, watch it on the, on yeah, the new exactly, one? exactly, exactly, right now. <laughs> oh, Rightio. Well, that's, uh, that's a lot of pressure, mate. So here's what I want you to look at when, you, um, when you're in the store, if you can, and I'm not sure I could – find it easily but i'm going to look the q80 has a 200 what they call a motion rate of 200 okay right so that's that's an important thing when it comes to sport whereas the q60 has a motion rate of 100 so basically that's one of the key differences there is right um uh, and I'm just looking at the dimming, uh, Supreme. Like, oh, man, there's so many weird names they come up with. Right. On, uh, they've got the same dimming um, backlighting, so that's fine. It looks like right. one of the primary differences is right. the sport, it is uh, fast motion, and that's a big deal for sport. You're going to get a Excellent. great picture quality from both of them, but you're yep. going to notice a slight improvement in – have you ever noticed you're watching something fast on TV and it feels like – there's a bit of a blur, like the soccer ball kind of yep. blurs as it moves across. That's true. That's there's, true what you're saying, Charlie. Yes, I do. Yep. There's yep. a whole lot less of that on the Q80 than there is on the Q60. Right. So for an extra couple hundred, what you're clearly saying is if you've got money to spend a little bit more, you get a bit more features on it and you'll see the benefits in the long term. Spot yep. on. I want to be very clear that, you know, and I, it is when I say the more you spend, uh, that applies within a – within a brand. So in your case, you're specifically looking at two different Samsungs, right? So it absolutely yep. goes to goes correctly to say that if you buy, if you spend more on a TV that's the same size from the same brand, it's going to have better features. It's going to be yeah. a better picture. The more you spend, the better Excellent. it is. Excellent. Of course, mate, why, remember that a 55-inch yeah. TV, um, yeah. you know, there's so many other brands out there. You know, you're talking seventeen hundred dollars for that um, for that Samsung. The I guess most expensive fifty five inch TV is going to be an OLED. That's going to be about three grand. So, um, just to be clear, the difference between the best picture you can get for the World Cup at fifty five inches and what we've talked about thus far is the difference between three thousand two hundred and and eighteen hundred dollars. Where where that Samsung is at, right? That's right. At eighteen hundred dollars, though, there's also there is uh, an LG 55-inch OLED. It's okay. it's their it's their CS OLED. It's going to be about okay. $1,900. So, again, we're pushing another $150 odd on you. But, yeah, man, yeah. it's OLED. But you're, you're entering a new level there, aren't you? You're, 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 you're going into the OLEDs rather than the QLEDs. Pr- yeah. pretty, pretty gorgeous. OLED is better than QLED. Okay, that's very clear. So it's right what you're saying there, Trevor. I've got to have a good thing about budget. Yep. If I can if I can meet my budget and then look at seriously look at the Q eighty over the Q sixty. Yep. yep. And if, then you're saying have a quick look at the LG OLED as well, the yep. C S model. Yep. For an extra hundred, two hundred, you may be again better off 
if you can afford that. I'm going to I'm going to blow your mind with one last option at JB Hi-Fi, and I'm just yeah. looking at the JB website. So this is just the option. Yeah, and this, now it's a good time, mate. Yeah. It, this may be a Black Friday sale. I don't know, but regardless, that OLED from yeah. LG is like eight hundred dollars off. There's seven hundred and ten dollars wow. off the Sony fifty-five inch Bravia OLED. So here's wow. why I love this TV. If I if I was in your shoes today and could yeah. afford $1,800, we've essentially yeah. narrowed it down broadly to a Sony, an LG, and a Samsung, although the, the LG is slightly more expensive. But I would choose the Sony because it has Google TV. So every app oh, wow. you want is built in. So you can just download Stan, KO, whatever you need. Um, it oh, is wow. an OLED. And, mate, Sony, yeah. do, Sony do great picture. I think... Yeah, for that, a long time. They've been doing it for decades. That like, would yeah. be my choice. An OLED Fantastic, Trevor. at $1,785, mate. What a cracker. <laughs> You're such a wealth of information, and I really, really appreciate your time giving me that great information. Mate, and, good luck finding one today away. in stock, all right? That's the challenge. <laughs> I know before the Socceroos match. Yeah. <laughs> what's the uh, what's the postcode down there? It's like three thousand. You're in Melbourne, aren't you? Right. I'm in Melbourne. Three one eight two in St Kilda. All right, I'm going to look it up now. Three one eight two. I want to know. I want to know how hard it is to find a TV like right. that. Sony uh, unavailable. Click and collect. South Wharf DFO home available. I know that. Yeah, that's only a couple of kilometres away. That's where you yeah. go, mate. Okay, South Wharf Beautiful. DFO home. Go there. I know where it is. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Oh, fantastic, Trevor. I'm so glad that you gave me an opportunity to speak to you directly and keep up the amazing work that you do, lady. I mean, it's all about because as a common consumer, we don't know the big differences, QLED, OLEDs, and all the features that come in. And you make it so much easier when we see you on the Today Show or on the current affair. So I, I want to appreciate all your time and your wealth of knowledge today. And I'll go and, and check it out as soon as possible. Good luck. Yeah. Happy shopping, John. Thank you. All the best and keep up the great work you do on your program. All right. Cheers, mate. Good on you, buddy. Um, yeah, what a, what a, what a, what a fun exercise. I mean, as I record, um, it's got to be what twelve midday. It's going to be eighteen hours until the Socceroos. <laughs> so John, John's got eighteen hours to find a TV, and probably only eight of those the stores are open. Maybe only seven. So good luck, John. Well, let's keep taking your calls. Trevor Long, helping you out with purchasing decisions, perhaps this Black Friday. Lindy's on the line. G'day. Hi. Lindy, what can I do for you? I'd like some advice about a reasonably priced portable speaker. What's reasonable to you? That's the critical thing because we all have different opinions of reasonable. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe something $50 and under if that's possible. And what do you use it for? Uh, my daughter wants to, am I using the, cro- the correct term, stream from her mobile phone into the speaker while we're travelling in the car. Oh, okay, right. And instead of that, hooking up to the car stereo in any way? Yeah, it's an older car and we have problems. And when she's studying, she likes to be able to use it that way as nice, well. So nice. I'm concerned, I don't really want a $250 one in case we've already had one stolen out of the car. Yeah, don't leave them in the car. That's the number one tip because, uh, you know, smash windows and whatnot can be a nightmare with that. Um, look, my my pick around that price would be just a touch over budget. 
But JBL have a thing called the Mini, JBL Go Mini. It's only $59, mm-hmm. but I'm telling you, it's a gorgeous speaker, both looks and sound. Um, it's the like a palm of your hand. It'll fit in the palm of your hand, plus has a little hook on it. So, like, she could probably – and it's also so small. Just throw it in your bag. Like, it, it feels like the sort of thing you should take with you as opposed to leaving it in the car, definitely. But it's small enough to throw in the glove box. That's what's that's what's most important. It's it's tiny in that sense. Fifty nine bucks. I mean, uh, I don't know. That I don't know that. And and here's the thing. JBL is a good brand, so you're not buying something that is going to be horrible. You're buying something that is genuinely a good brand. Um, it's going to serve her well in terms of quality. And I don't see any you know her having any major complaints. Of course, you could go to Amazon. Um, if you have an Amazon account. I think I do. Yes. You know, you, you buy one on there that's definitely even cheaper. Like I've got no doubt. We let's have a look at ships from Australia uh, on Amazon, and uh, between twenty five and fifty dollars, there are lots, and I'm talking lots. Um, my only concern is when you are trying to enjoy music through a cheap Bluetooth speaker. It's very tinny. Um, it's not amazing. But here's one for you. I'm just looking on Amazon. Blue Ant. One word, B-L-U-E, Ant. Yep. Right? That's an yep. Aussie Aussie company. They've got a little one that's yep. $48.95 on, Am- on Amazon.com. That will be okay. that, that, that won't be as good as the JBL, but I feel confident that you won't be unhappy with the sound. So when we're talking about this Blue Ant and JBL, how tinny? Um, I'm trying to think of a really good analogy. Um, it's kind of uh, – the JBL you won't notice. JBL sound amazing. Um, the the Blue Ant it'll be like removing, say, the bass from from sound, or you know, not having as good mid range or, or treble. Have you ever played around with the EQ on any system that allows you to adjust what you hear as opposed to what the music is pushing out? It's like taking a part of that out. Um, yeah, I under, I understand what you're saying. So, do you think the JBL one's got a little bit more bass to it? The JBL is an overall better signature sound. They have, they won't let us a, a speaker out of their factory that doesn't meet the JBL brand. You know, because that's actually it's weird. The JBL brand is more important to them than the the range of products that that you buy something with a JBL logo on it. Uh, they expect it will always meet their their standards. And of course, the more you spend, you just get things like a bigger sound, a, a more louder sound. Uh, you might get more battery life and things like that. Those are the things that you pay more for. So a $59 speaker doesn't have a USB cable so she can charge her phone at the same time. Whereas a $150 speaker will have a little USB port in the back. So the speaker might have 12 hours of battery life, but actually you plug your phone in, you can charge your phone and still get eight or nine hours of speaker life. So those are the kind of features that come along with different budgets. Right, but not necessarily a huge increase in actual speaker quality. Sitting in a car listening to music, I wouldn't buy anything bigger than the than the, the JBL or the Blue Ant, to be honest. Um, yes. Unless, yeah. unless you uh, are a real sing-along family and there's multiple of you in the car, like four or five people in the car and you really want to, you know, boom it up loud because you can't hook into the speaker system or something, then maybe go, go bigger. But... She's going to be able to take that thing. She's going to be able to play that in a bedroom. She's going to be able to take that to the beach. Like it's a portable speaker for that reason. It's portable and it's uh, weather resistant, water resistant, dust resistant. I mean, that thing is great. And by the way, and this is not 
um, at all trying to sound sexist, but it's pink, it's blue, it's whatever color you want it to be. They've got a whole range of colors as well on that one. So as a gift, it's also really a really great one, the JBL, because it comes in so many different colors. That that sounds excellent. No, that, that that's just what we're looking for. I just don't want to spend hundreds of dollars because, you know, things happen, they get yeah. lost. And, and, and here's what I hate about spending big money on something for the kids is things do happen. Things do get lost. I, I, my kids came to, I have an office and or to where all my junk is stored and all the gadgets I've gotten over the years. And I keep stuff because I, you know, look back at them and review them and compare them. Right. But all the, the kids knew there was a lot of um, fitness and smartwatches here. And I, we were sorting them out and they came around and said, look, here's all the ones that I no longer need. So pick one and my daughter took a little Fitbit and my son took a little analog withings with a fitness tracker in it. We got in the car. They were very excited. And I said, listen, I just want you to know those are expensive, but I don't care <laughs> because they, they're of no value to me anymore. I didn't pay for them. Um, they, they were review products, but I wanted them to know that I don't want to, I don't want to come home and have them crying because they scratched the watch. It, I want them to look after it and they're not getting another one. But I don't. I hate the idea of a kid crying because their speaker got stolen. Something broadly out of your control. So I'm yes. with you. Buy the fifty nine dollar mm-hmm. speaker, and you know it'll become hers. It might be the right color for her. It might be whatever, and she will look after it. But you don't want her to feel like the world's ended just because you know some thug stole it from the car. So better off just buying another one at that point, right? Yes. Yeah. It, that's right. There's a balance, isn't there? Yeah, I think so. Um, all right. Well, good. Happy shopping. Um, keep your eye out. If is it, it's not urgent, urgent, or, or are you trying to get it real quick? No, it's not urgent. So when well, just just hang, just keep an eye on this. I mean, I haven't noticed, and I haven't been told by anyone. JBL did send me a list of of sales they have this week, but the the Go Three wasn't on the list. But just I would wait till Friday, just in case there's any there's any further discounting going on at the retail stores, because Friday's Black Friday. It's the best day to buy anything if you're going to. Yeah, so that's that's all I'd say. Don't buy it today. Um, buy it on Friday or the weekend. And when you say on the sales, is that a, a sh- like online Amazon or JB? Everywhere is doing sales. So if you go into store, if you look online, the the sale most of them are up now. Most of the products are already listed on sale. But my gut feeling is there might be more that drop on Friday because hey, it's Black Friday. So hopefully there'll be additional yeah. additional deals and things. So yeah. Thank you. Thanks very much. All right. No worries at all. Enjoy and uh, good luck to your daughter with the studies. Yeah. And thank you very much for the call. Good on you. Thanks for getting in touch. So, yeah, I mean, it's a fun one. And obviously JBL are a sponsor and an advertiser, but that's I've said it a million times. I'm lucky that some of the best companies are supporters, sponsors, advertisers. And so I'm talking about products that I would anyway still be talking about because those go and the clip. The clip would be the other one, but I didn't want to go into it, but the clip. You can literally clip onto your um, backpack and things like that. But anyway, she doesn't need to know all that. She's going to enjoy shopping and looking for something anyway. Uh, Good times. You know you want it. Yeah, baby. It might sound crazy what I'm about to say. But Trevor Long's the world's best techie.
So um, I did a story on the Today Show earlier in the week on no, – end of last week on road trips and preparing – pimp your car for road trips, so, you know, gadgets for the dash cams and stuff like that. And at the end, we're talking about, like, create a playlist with your family. It's such a cool thing to do. And we're driving along and thought, we'll fire up the radio. So life is a highway and we sung along and that was all recorded on the GoPro. And then we got back to the office waiting for the cameraman to turn up behind us. We're seeing a bit of Ed Sheeran. And I'm I'm a big fan of the song Sing, um, which I wouldn't describe as rap, but in the middle there is a, I guess there's a rap, you know, fast-paced moment of vocals. I'll smash that out. Anyway, they put it to air the next day with some of my singing Life is a Highway at the end. And David Campbell said, as they came back to the studio, um, great stuff. And we've got more footage of Trev rapping. I'm, I'm telling everyone that, including you, Trevor, for the Christmas party. Uh, fortunately, I don't go to the Christmas party and they would never play such a thing um, at a Christmas party. But it does worry me that it's stored somewhere um, and how that might come back to bite me. I don't know. Certainly wouldn't want Ed Sheeran seeing it. Uh, thanks for listening. Thanks for downloading. Love you. Have your company. Two blokes talking tech back on Thursday night, wrapping up the week in tech, gibbering to each other in the private feed on Friday. If you subscribe over there on Two Blokes Talking Tech, if you're listening already in the Two Blokes feed, you'll also get the best movies you've never seen on Saturday morning. And that is um, A Fish Called Wanda. God love it. Anyway, uh, thanks for listening. Let's do this all again real soon. <laughs>